1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. If you've forgotten the difference between watching a movie and experiencing one, you need to visit Marcus Theaters. Start by visiting MarcusTheaters.com. And now, headed back to the brackets, Tim Murray. What's happening, gentlemen? Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bob yeah, went we out to where s- a mountain lion attacked a guy. Where was that? Arizona. Mm. Yeah, I was not a- attacked. This was news to me this morning when I when I got here. Brian wanted to check me for head wounds. <laughs> well, <laughs> only because I care. Do you though? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah a lot. I, I sure can't imagine. Care. I can't imagine walking in here. Like we do every day. Brian's usually in the studio before I am. I walk in with my head all bandaged up. I've just returned from Arizona. And there's a story about a man who was attacked by a mountain lion. I can't imagine just in silence sitting here until the mics are open and go, guess what happened? Guess what happened? <laughs> Save it for the air. Right. Well, we, that's the rule. That too. Yeah, don't don't talk about anything Hey, man, what air. happened to your head? Save it Save for the, the air. air. Yeah. How many times do we say that during commercial Save breaks? Yeah. Do. So, but no, I was not attacked by a mountain lion. It was a very uneventful. Well, a good. guy was. He, he was. was on some kind of rafting trip and attacked but don't by worry. a mountain lion. All ten of his fellow paddlers, paddlers, had to a... take their paddles out and smack the mountain lion yeah. away. They're looking for it now. Now we have dogs hunting it in uh, yeah. in Arizona somewhere. So. That's that's all. Yeah. So it's not anywhere. My near My wife Nevada. was telling me the other day that. Uh, She's like, you know what's on my bucket list to go on an African safari? I'm like, I Ooh. don't know. Yeah, do that. Those lions kind of, they could kill you. They go with the guide. How about a hot air balloon safari? <laughs> Where no, you no. just float yeah. over all of it. It'd be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I think it would. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of great African safaris led by wonderful guides. I don't know. It scares me a little bit. Yeah, but there's plenty of them that aren't wonderful African guides, and the you know, balloon goes down. And all kinds of nature shows where people are parked right next to lions and leopards, big carnivores that uh, don't pay them any heed. That's true. Just don't bug them. They're just in some kind of open Range Rover. All it takes is one rhino who's having a bad day. Like in 1923. Yeah, that was an elephant. Yeah. That was an well, elephant. Well, like it. Yeah, fully. All right. I just don't want people to think he doesn't know the difference between a rhino and an elephant. Of course you do. One has its tusk on its nose. It's a horn, though. I wouldn't mess with hippos, man. Mess with those guys. Hippos are very, very dangerous. I was saying a couple minutes ago, I was misled by cartoons growing up that hippos were just Yeah, they were these big, dopey, goofy uh, animals. uh, Yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. But you know better now. You're... You won't. If you were killed by a hippo, I'll go, how the hell did that happen? He knew they were dangerous. The most dangerous animal in yeah. Africa. Yeah. If you're killed by one of them, I'll hyenas, I'll give you a break because hyenas got nothing better to do than lope you. You know, they got a big heart just for following you forever. Very but aren't they dumb? Jones. I mean, that's what yes. the Lion King told me. They were dumb. Hyenas? No, are they not? Well, if, yeah. they're, if they're dumb, why do lions run off when they show up? Yeah, it's kind of a question. Lions of don't hang around. Yeah, it's a numbers thing. And Whoever they, has more, they beat it. So, where were we? Oh, uh, Safari. Know. Are you going to go? Are you interested? In oh, going? taking this around this many, many years from now. Once in a lifetime safari. Way down the way down the road. Okay. 
It's a long ass bucket flight list, too, though. But she's brought it up. She floated. <laughs> she, she did. She, she floated, floated it out. Yeah. There. So yeah. it's. She's like, eh, maybe now I'll run it by him. So he starts thinking about it. Are you waiting for Africa to get safer? <laughs> no, I'm waiting for Africa to get closer, cheaper, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. and cheaper. Waiting for Disney to go there. <laughs> oh, Disney is safari. There a Disneyland in Africa? Yeah. There isn't, is there? Yeah. How about uh, a Disney safari? Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Can we? They got all kinds of you know. Yeah. Animal movies. They do. Oh, so I mentioned Lion King, man. Mm-hmm. man yeah. Right. So we all know about that. Yeah. Yes. They got bears and lions and I thought it, this was the sports time and I tuned in because I knew the basketball games were back on again tonight. Well, speaking and of uh, animals, speaking of those of animals, yeah. yeah. Even though, who's the who's the most dangerous game left? We've got a Spartan, hmm. a wildcat. Oh uh, well, wildcats here. A razorback, a husky, an owl. Owls are the coolest. Owls are, are just they have, kick-ass they birds. They have interesting features. Yeah. You know, their whole face is how they listen. They're but silent they're, in flight. Yeah, because they don't have typical feathers. It's more hair-like. And it, they can't fly when it rains, and they can't hear when it rains, so they go hungry. And they're in a lot of commercials. Yes, for being wise. And very smart, yeah. yeah. Uh, the volunteers. i got to go with the Razorback so far. Bulldogs, yeah. Bruins, yeah. Aztecs, Crimson Tide, Hurricanes, <laughs> Crimson Cougars. Tide is you know they're that's a poison right. really. It's in the water. It's a yeah. Cougars, it's a germ, yeah. Tigers, yeah. Blue Jays, Musketeers. Are, Blue Jays are a very aggressive bird too. Mm. But if I had to be stuck in a room with a blue jay or, or a tiger, tiger. You know. or a razorback, yeah, yeah, I give you that. Yeah, and, give uh, me blue jay. <laughs> yeah, right. Give me every day. Oh, and a longhorn, jay. final one. Yeah, yeah, give me a blue jay. At, you, out of the sixteen, you take the blue or I'll jay. take the Aztec. They're yeah. gone. They're, they're a human. Yeah. No Spartan. Spartans are human too. Mm-hmm. Swords, shields. Uh a life dedicated to war. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of think the owl would be the most badass of the group, right? He's, mm. I mean, would he get caught? I guess the blue jay is pretty small, quick. Blue jay doesn't have as much weight to bring to the fight. I mean, just if it's a matter of smashing into each other. In the bird world, you don't want to take on a blue jay. No. Blue but- jays will... We'll kick your ass. That's They're big. A bird too. They're big in the bird Like compared to a, a <laughs> compared to a robin or a cardinal or something like that, the blue yeah. jay is going to win that fight every time. Plus, they're kind of crazy. They're like a psycho bird. Are in they really? The, uh, yeah, they're a little psycho. In the mm-hmm. world of uh, birds as mascots, and this would be the non-raptor category. I think it's a good it's a good pick. Yeah. Plus, it's a great looking bird. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So has a great profile. Yeah, so I'll go with that. Cardinal's a nice bird, but they just have a nice song, and they're very, very meek. Cardinals don't like... They're much smaller than a blue much jay. Much smaller, yes. yes. And neither of them fly south for the winter. Also, they're tough. The cardinal and the, and the blue jays stay put. They don't... Yeah. They don't they're, they're well, not, they're from Toronto, right? The blue jays. Toronto blue jays, yeah. Yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. They're around 
Round here in the summer, you can hear the Blue Jays. Oh. Beautiful call. Put out peanuts in a shell, Tim, in your backyard. You will be swarmed by yeah. Blue Jays. It's awesome. Yeah. And as soon as one knows there's peanuts there, the call goes out when you refill it after it's empty. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is the call of the Blue Jay. But they also have a more, they have the, uh, a quieter a song, song than that. Yeah, they're more just kind of known, kind of known for that screech. And then they just started talking about bird calls, yes, well. and I just couldn't believe it. It's a well-rounded sports show. Sorry. Okay, yeah. so first game up tonight, Michigan State and Kansas State. Uh, Am I right? That would be the first game. That is yes. the first uh, game. Five thirty on TBS. Spartans and Wildcats. There we go. Yeah. So, and Tom Izzo, I you kind I kind of have to hate respect him because if you're gambling, you have won a lot of money on Tom Izzo. If you've been betting against him, you've lost a ton of ton of money betting against him. So you're an idiot. But that yeah. guy in the tournament. I don't think I should feel like an idiot for betting on Shaka Smart. Well, we talked about this a little bit, uh, Rock and I did on Monday, and, you know, I, I wasn't giving them a pass because, look, it's it's unfortunate, it's a bummer that Marquette got knocked out, but, you know, if if we went back to November and I'm like, hey, guys, see this preseason poll of ninth in the Big East? Yeah, Marquette's going to win the conference going to go to Madison Square Garden, going to win the uh, Big East tournament, and then get knocked out in the second round. I think you'd be like, all right, let's go. We'll Mm -hmm. take that. So, But not everything works like that, and your expectations change as the year goes on. And I thought Marquette had a chance, and I I filled it out in the bracket on on the website. I thought they had a chance to win the region. I really did. I knew when I saw the matchup that in the second round they were going to get Michigan State or USC, correct? Yeah, Michigan State or USC. I yeah. knew it was going to be Michigan State. I knew it yeah. was going to be. And I thought that's going to be a tough game for them. Mm-hmm. But I thought, but we're as good as anybody in this tournament. Uh, I still and, and I'll say this, I still believe it. I mean, just because, you know, you lose, and I, I don't know if this is loser talk, but I, I still believe that if they played Michigan State tomorrow, could Marquette win? Yeah. I mean, Tyler Kolick was, yeah. was off. And foul trouble early, too. So yeah, I mean it's just in a in a one game tournament. It as we have seen with fairly Dickinson beating Purdue or who Princeton. lost their coach by the way already. Man, that guy was couldn't have got out of there any quicker than Said, he thank did. You, thank you for one your year. win. I'm out. <laughs> one year at Fairleigh Dickinson, he goes to take the spot that uh, Rick, Rick Pitino left yep. at Ionia. He will be, yeah. Tobin Anderson, yeah. the name of the Fairleigh Dickinson coach. Uh, it was funny. I was watching, uh, I don't know what. Oh, I maybe mean, it was on Twitter or something like that. But he, he stopped by uh, the Today Show after their, they lost uh, to Fair, uh, Florida Atlantic in the second round. And then I think later that night, he was the Iona coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did he get out of his contract? I mean, it's he's been there a year. Buyout. Okay. Well, that's the deal is when... When you get when you go to these other schools and these smaller schools know it, that's why they put in buyouts so they can get the cash. Um, you know, you get bought out. So you know, you look at we've seen a lot of movement, right? Uh, Penn State's coach went to Notre Dame yesterday. Yes. I think that was like a four million dollar buyout that Notre Dame had to give to Penn State. Uh, Providence's coach went to Georgetown. Notre Dame which, went to Petty Cash and got that. 
Well, they didn't do it for their offensive coordinator, so they I guess they saved the money there. Um, but yeah, you see all I mean, oh man. And that, I tell you does what, that take the people, away from the, the fairly- people up in in Providence, they are wicked wicked upset that yeah. their coach left them. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, does that take away traitor. from the Cinderella story of Fairly Dickinson? I don't think so. When your coach I mean, bails on you right after that. There's you know, no running it back. Well, same. And- well, think about it this way. Let's look at let's look at recent Cinderellas. Okay, we've had uh, Fairley Dickinson this year. Their coach leaves to go to Iona. St. Peter's, their coach left to go to Seton Hall after right. they made their run yeah. last year. When uh, Florida Gulf Coast, remember Dunk City about a decade ago, yes. they beat Georgetown and made the run. They were the first ever 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16. Didn't they beat their coach Michigan left. State in the first round? They beat Georgetown in the first Georgetown round. Georgetown in the first round, okay. They um Izzo. and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he left to go to USC. So it's kind of the nature of the beast. They they so get it's a these high tradition. profile. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. If you're the pretty Cinderella, much. I'm out of here. Thank you very much. Do they do it because they think the opportunity won't come again, or do they do it just because that's the nature of the business? I think you got to strike while the iron's hot, yeah, right? I think so. You know, too. You're the basketball to- yeah. coach at a dinky school, and you had some success. Would you count on doing it again the next year? That's a good or point. Would you, you yeah. know, get the stack of pancakes when they're put in front yeah, of you? No, it, you'd be crazy to go. No, nah, I think I'm going to wait for another stack of pancakes to come yeah. along if we can do this again. Well, good luck with that. And then there's the Oregon coach who said, "You know what? If only 3,300 people are going to show up to our basketball game against teams like Wisconsin." Get another coach. I'll go coach in D three. If I'm the problem, find another coach. He did said see, that. Did, yeah, check it out. Head coach at Oregon said that. He said, "I'll go coach D three. Those guys are dogs." If huh. it's me, then get rid of me. Yeah. I love it. Yes. I didn't see this. Yes. Wow. The coach challenged the 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 fans about not coming to the game against Wisconsin. He even pointed out we're playing Wisconsin. And 3,300 people show up. I don't know if he used the word embarrassing or unacceptable or whatever it was. Yeah. but He said, all right, he goes, um, by the way, Wisconsin will be here in uh, in Vegas on yes. Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday night. Yep. They get NIT uh, semifinals. Yeah, North Texas. Yeah. Uh, he goes, that goes in the evolution. Altman asked when, uh, if there were enough people what are we not giving our players? What are we not doing as a staff? If that means more people, then I'll go and beg. You see the commitment Wisconsin makes. They have their cheerleaders, their band. We make a commitment. Don't get me wrong here, but you can see how important it is. It is. It was important to them. It was important to me. What the heck? We should have had more people here tonight. Drop the heck. Yeah. Watch out. He was really mad. These guys played hard. 3,300 people, it's just—it's not good enough. If it's yeah. me, then get rid of me. If you need somebody else to be a promoter, do something. But 3,300 people is embarrassing. It really is. I'm not in a very good mood. You can tell that. If it's me, then make the change. Make the change. Somebody will hire me somewhere. I'll go coach junior ball. Yeah. I'll go coach junior college ball. For 3,300 people, for Wisconsin, I'm disappointed. Yeah. That's pretty, wow. That's a pretty bold statement, Damn. right? I like it. Yeah. So see what Wisconsin does when they kick your ass. You know, you get people all fired up. Well, I didn't want to be in the NIT. I'll tell you that. 
That's true. And I, the old, that's the old but question. They're, but they're doing well in the NIT. That's the old question. Would you rather win the NIT or lose in the first round of the NCAA oh, tournament? What's your answer? Lose in the first round of the NCAA I tournament. I think so, too, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, what do they call it in soccer when you're dumped down a league? Relegated. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a relegation. Yeah. And Oregon's, well, good, and Oregon's well, are, are not un, it's not unusual to have them in the NCAA tournament either. So sure. this is a little strange for both Wisconsin and Oregon. Well, it's always – and that's the thing. The NIT is kind of like, uh, you know, mid-level bowl games, right? You know, yeah. what's, the, what's the level of motivation from the players? Are they going to be into it? And – and clearly, give give Wisconsin credit. I mean, they've oh yeah, they you know I thought they would lose in the first round to Bradley. You're one of the first teams left out. You know, I think when they played that first round game, I want to say uh, Madison was on uh, spring break, and then they win that game. They beat Liberty, who's no slouch and a team that probably wanted to be there. And then you travel out to Oregon and you get another win. So you know, good for them. I, I I'll say this: I do feel bad for Wisconsin in this regard. Usually you got to go to Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. And now you get to come to the Orleans in Las Vegas. No knock on the Orleans, but it kind of is. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. But I, but I said with all due respect. Right. <laughs> no offense. I don't know. Uh, Las Vegas would probably be a pretty fun town to go to if I'm, uh, if I'm a 20-year-old college basketball Hello. player. Who is it? <laughs> Hello. I could probably live with that. It's Dana Altman saying, yeah, you got my back now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that'll be on uh, Tuesday night. But, yes, tonight, four games tonight, four games tomorrow. Speaking of Madison Square Garden, that's where it kicks off, as you alluded to, Bob. Kansas State, Michigan State, that'll be at 530 on TBS. Then it'll be 615, Arkansas, UConn on. What's the spread in the Michigan State-Kansas State game? Michigan State. Is a one and a half point favorite over. That Kansas is unbelievable. State. That is unbelievable. That they are a favorite. Uh, yeah, they're the seventh seed and they're a favorite. So yeah, it's kind of that's all Izzo. scratching, isn't it? That's all Izzo. Hundred percent. That's what that is. Douchebag. Right. <laughs> but he's not. He spoke very, very highly of Marquette and yeah. Shockey. He said that was the most intense tournament game I've ever been in, and he's won the tournament a couple of times. That's quite a compliment to to our guy and our program. Does he say it every time about everybody? Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow Tom Izzo that closely, but you saw. Well, he, I bet he does. You saw he and Shaka before the game, right? No, I didn't see that. Big hug, arm around each other. Yeah, Shaka's a huge fan of Tom Izzo. Um, what did he say? He is a son that shines so bright. That you can't help but notice him or something like that. It was, I mean, they just had wonderful things to say about each other. So, <sighs> the sportsmanship. We always talk about there's no sportsmanship left, and then when it happens, you call the opposing I coach have a douchebag. Totally gone in with hating every other team. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, Brian. Yeah. How do you go about the NCAA tournament? Do you want everyone to lose? Have you picked yes. a team? Yes, I want every other team so to lose. So the final game, when the horn sounds. Both teams lose. Go home, go home. No winners, no yeah. champions. No right. trophy. No tr right. <laughs> Both teams lose. Yeah. And Izzo is what, the winningest 
underdog of all time. He passed Jim Beheim with that win over Marquette. And here's a here's a crazy stat in the tournament. I, yeah, uh, Tom Izzo in the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight. So these two rounds coming up, he has an eighteen and six record. He is winning seventy five percent of his games in these two rounds. Wait a minute, in the Sweet Sixteen, he's eighteen and six and Elite Eight. If you combine these, this little read this the Sweet Sixteen That's, and the Elite Eight. Oh, okay, so. But still, how many coaches haven't even played that many games in the tournament? Oh God, tons. all of them? <laughs> yeah, tons. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what it is about Tom. Is I mean, the Big Ten has been a disappointment, right? They're they're all gone except for Michigan State. Michigan State's holding the water for for the conference. Well, Purdue was the was just the poster child of the Big Ten is overrated. <laughs> it is. It just is. They, Purdue they, is they Purdue is now number one, didn't they? They Purdue? were number one seed. They were number one in the in in the, in the coaches' poll mm-hmm. a lot of the season, and they got to they got to the but tournament. They took uh, they started taking beating later in the season, right. and they lost to a play-in team, Fairleigh Dickinson, in, in the first round. A number one seed, only the second time it's ever happened in the history of the tournament, and it happened to Purdue, a Big Ten team, a team that averaged their average height was six foot one. <laughs> The team, the 16 seed? Yeah. The warehouse team at Dunder Mifflin is bigger than that. As someone pointed out, they go, the tallest player on Fairleigh Dickinson's team is shorter than Tim. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Their tallest guy was like, was 6'6 on the roster. So right around my height. And yet they beat Purdue, who was a team that had a 7'4 center. In Zach Eady, who's probably going to be National Player of the Year, I mean it's it's pretty damn impressive what they did. And like we mentioned, and their coach is gone. He gone. He went to Iona. Um, but yeah, Purdue. We talked about it. Uh, Rock and I did last week. It was like yikes. I I thought I didn't think Purdue was very good. I thought they had a good chance of losing in the second round to either Memphis or Florida Atlantic, but. My lord, to lose to Fairleigh Dickinson. And here was the stat that I told Rock last week. I'm like, so there are 32 conferences in college basketball. The Northeast Conference, based off of, you know, advanced metrics and all that stuff, that's the conference Fairleigh Dickinson played in. It's the worst conference in college basketball. (laughs) And Fairleigh Dickinson didn't even win the conference. No. There was a school called Merrimack who won the conference, but because of some... But with some dumb rule where you have to wait four years to be eligible, so they didn't even win the crappiest conference in college basketball, and yet they still beat Purdue. Wow! <laughs> Ouch! Well, and they won a they, but they had to win a play-in game too. They beat Texas Southern, right? And they they beat them up good. They beat them by twenty-three. Yeah. And then they you know beat Purdue, and then they covered against Florida Atlantic. So if you just backed some fairly Dickinson in your life, you went three and zero against the spread. So you'd be uh be feeling pretty good about yourself there. But you know, that's the game. Look, Michigan State, Kansas State is the first one at Madison Square Garden tonight. One and a half point spread. Uh I think it's an interesting certainly an interesting game. I think the nightcap there in the garden is is really interesting because now you've got this situation where, you know, Tennessee played Duke on Saturday. 
And everybody and their mother was on Duke. They thought Duke was red hot. They were going to roll. They were going to win the East region. And Tennessee came out and just bullied them. And, you know, Duke didn't know how to respond to kind of this physicality that Tennessee brought to the table. And Tennessee was hitting some shots that they don't normally hit. You know, they're a 33% three-point shooting team. They hit 42% of their threes against Duke. So now people have seen Tennessee beat Duke. And now they're kind of getting the warm and fuzzies about Tennessee. Hey, you know, this is the team that probably could come out in this East region. Who the hell is Florida Atlantic? FAU's kind of got those Loyola, Chicago, VCU, George Mason vibes going. That mid-major, no one really knows much about. I think FAU's going to give them all they can handle tonight. I think that's going to be a really entertaining. They struggled game. against Fairleigh Dickinson on Sunday. They did, I which mean, is what like... I, which is what I love. Because what have we seen last? We saw Fairleigh Dick or Florida Atlantic struggle and Tennessee roll, and now the last vision in the eyes of of the world: Tennessee beating up Duke, FAU struggling against Fairleigh Dickinson. And now I would think the perception is, okay, Tennessee's just going to handle business here. Uh, not so fast, my friend. I think this is going to be close. You sound a very sports guy. Like, not so fast, my friend. I know. Not so, so fast, the, my friend. That's the, that's the yeah. Lee Corso line. It's very, very is New it? York. Yeah. 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 Not so fast, my friend. With the pencil. Yeah. Lee Corso at college game day. Not so fast. Thanks for the friend. call, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's very sports flake talk right there. Oh, man. By the way, the sports flakes have got to be losing their effing mind right now in New York. Oh, my God. Just make the trade. Oh, oh. Just make the trade. I read a headline this morning that said uh, the Jets have played their last card to convince Aaron Rodgers. I thought, are they down to their last card? He's convinced. He's convinced it's the Packers that are the holdup right now. The The Packers Packers are saying, oh, oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So this headline I was reading on the Internet is wrong. Well, it's, Aaron Rodgers. Right Aaron Rodgers said, "My I want to go play, play for, for the, the Jets. Jets." He said, and it. the headline says, yeah. "Jets play their last card to convince Aaron Rodgers to join them." <laughs> which I thought, did something go haywire? No, they had it's poor writing. Had him Brian. sitting in the room, and then they spilled a drink on him, or they uh, slopped gravy on his jacket, or or what? So they did. I mean, the Jets did make a move yesterday. Uh, they traded one of their receivers. Elijah Moore to the Browns for a second round pick. So the New York Jets currently have a have so three Aaron Rodgers saying I'm not getting into a situation where I don't control who I'm throwing to now. No, I'm even though pick some draft, no, even but though these are the guys that the, the were in Green Bay, and, and he always wanted more help. He's bringing the guys that weren't good enough. He always wanted more help. Get me a receiver. Get me some help. But he's taking all these guys. He'd like to take all these guys with him. So the headline was partially correct which is i think this was another move to sweeten the pot to get aaron Rodgers from the packers so now the new york jets have three picks in the top 50 and while we don't know the back and forth that's going on it clearly the holdup is obviously the compensation right that's seems pack, to be the packers i would imagine want the Jets' first-round pick. The Jets probably are hesitant to give up said first-round pick. So maybe this is the move that the Jets feel like will help them get over the top. Hey, 
we don't want to part with our first round pick. Would you take two second round picks for Aaron Rodgers? So I don't know. Maybe I, that I, that's why the headline was should have been you know last ditch effort to convince Packers right. to trade Aaron Rodgers. I ran into a Jets fan in Arizona in the clubhouse before we went out and played. He had a Jets hat on, and I said, "Oh, Jets fan." I said, "How you feel about getting Aaron Rodgers?" And I told him, "You know." Was a Packer fan, and he said, "I hope they don't make the deal." He goes, "Then it'll wreck the Jets." Hmm. I said, "You, my," I gave him the sports thing. You, my friend, are correct. He is the biggest headache. <laughs> hold on, my friend. Yeah, hold on, my friend. You are correct. Uh, I said, "Cause my feelings are, get out of here." I've seen your act. I've heard it all. You're smarter than everybody. He goes, "I know." I pray that it doesn't go through. He goes, I hope the Packers are asking for too much. So, could yeah, it, what I'm are the just... chances Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer on draft night? Ooh, man. That's if a... that deal hasn't been done by the draft. That's a, that's a sports flaky type of which to- is, uh, topic. Which there. is coming like up it. quickly. Because if he's Pack, – Packers away. have said, we're moving on to Jordan Love. What if he's on the bench holding a clipboard in September? He's not showing up. Right. That Well, then he he'll doesn't retire. get paid. Right. Yeah, then he'll retire, right, because he said he was going to retire, and then he went into his darkness, and I went through all this with the Jets guy. But anyway, so we'll see what happens. That's a, that's a very reasonable uh, Ooh, Jets a, fan on there. A, on a Thursday. So that's oh, exactly, yeah. When it's the draft? Month, it's a month away. month yeah. away. So they have 30 days to work this out. I Goody can't just give him away. Five weeks. Can't just give five weeks in. No, I think they're going to meet in the middle somewhere. I don't know. I still, if I'm the Packers right now, I'm like, ring, ring, hello. Hey, uh, we'll give you those two second round picks for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and the first? Yeah, we'll we'll do that deal. No, 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 no first. Okay, call back. <laughs> because you know we talked about this last week. And I'm curious your guys' thoughts. I I still think that the Packers, well, they don't have all the leverage in the world because it doesn't seem like any other teams are interested in Aaron Rodgers outside of the Jets. I still think they hold the leverage because all the other quarterbacks have signed elsewhere. Derek Carr is a Saint. Jimmy Garoppolo is a Raider. Uh, All the backup quarterbacks are, are making their moves, right? Andy Dalton's in Carolina. Taylor Heineke's in Atlanta, uh, Jacoby Brissett's in Washington. Their owner said, we need to upgrade a quarterback. He basically said, our quarterback is not good enough. Lamar Their Jackson backup, is still available, kind of. You got to pay more money. You got yeah, to gotta, gotta, gotta yeah. more compensation. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the Jets, in theory, could say, well, we'll just go to Lamar Jackson. But clearly, they've made their bed. They want Aaron Rodgers and... Now it's just coming down to compensation, and I'm cool with the, the, what the Packers are doing right now. This is the way the world works. You negotiate, and if you really want them, I really want that first-round pick that you got right. there. The art of the negotiation. So, you so. know, we'll we'll see how this plays out. But uh, now, be- who's tired of waiting, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's left hanging? Now? Give him a little bit of taste of his own medicine. I don't right? think I don't think he's tasting anything. I think he's just fine. I don't like the way I'm feeling about this. What do you mean? I would rather Explain. have uh, the quarterback I've I've followed uh, for years and years and years. 
leave with uh, my feelings of gratitude behind him. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Well, it's just kind of like tired of this. You're tired of it, right? Because yeah. he said he he you know he appreciates you know, all the fans in Wisconsin, all the Packer fans, and all that. He, he said the right things with McAfee, and then he just said, "And I, I intend to play for the Jets next year." Thank you. All right. Now yeah. I don't hold him responsible anymore. It's the Jets who are the holdup for the Packers. You could say the Jets are the holdup because they won't give them what they want, or you could say the Packers are asking for too much and they're the holdup. But anyway, it's out of Rodgers' hands at the moment. You know what we haven't done yet today, Tim? What's that? Is thank God for Giannis. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we still have Giannis. He only threw in 31 last night. With the Bucks pounding the Spurs at Fiserv by Spurs. 36. Poor Spurs nothing. <laughs> Poor I the, the this is how the universe levels itself out. They've won five, what five championships? Four, right? Five. And Popovich five. was insufferable. He treated reporters like crap. He talked to them like they were stupid. And now he has got this horrible basketball team on his hands <laughs> with no answers and no real way out at the moment. Right? Well, they're tanking for Victor Wambanyama, okay, seven footer from France. But those always work out. It's true. Those always um, work out. The uh, the Bucks were the biggest favorite in the NBA last night of the season. They were a 19-point favorite. Covered and it. And they still covered. <laughs> covered it. Yep. Still covered. Yeah. So Bucks now still in first place in the Eastern Conference. Two-and-a-half game lead over the Celtics. Three-game lead over the Sixers. Only 20. Is it right? My math right? There's only 10 games left. Yes. Ten games yeah. left, so keep taking care of business, and they'll lock up that one seed. And uh, did you hear what Giannis said after not. the game last night? They were talking about the one seed. He goes, "I don't want to be the one seed in the East. I want to be the one seed in basketball. I want to have home court all the way through." He was very clear about that. He he's not getting out of the gas. Said, "I've never in my career believed in seeding, but we're number one right now. We should just take it." We should keep on building good habits, take it, and maybe it helps us in a playoff run. I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, look, last year they had to play game seven on the road in Boston. If they're the one seed, if there's a game seven, they're playing then, of course, in Milwaukee. He wants that all the way through the playoffs, no matter where they are, championship, everything. He wants that one seed. I'd say I want that too, but my recent experience in a different sport in playoffs is it didn't help, but different sport. Yeah, I know what you mean. But don't try to let that go. This is basketball. It's Giannis. Yeah. And Giannis has been lovable almost yes. every second that he's been here. Yeah. So And won you a championship two years ago. Yeah. Correct. And has talked about winning others. None of us are satisfied. Not you, not me, not Giannis. <laughs> all the important people involved. All the, all the important people <laughs> Oh, yes, Bob, Brian, and Giannis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where right. you like to be. So, all right, we miss anything? No, who's winning tonight? You got some winners for me? Uh, I'm taking Izzo. I'll take Izzo. Yeah. Arkansas, Connecticut is uh, in Vegas, and uh, Gonzaga, UCLA, I believe, sources told me, I will be in attendance for the Gonzaga-UCLA game oh, tonight. Oh, so good. Excellent. Good for you. I will let you... Uh, I will hope you, hopefully let you know how that game was uh, 
via my own eyes. I want to talk about the only darling left. Well, maybe the, is Creighton a darling? Because Princeton is. Princeton is. Creighton isn't. Creighton is not. All right. No. So you come out of Omaha, you're not a darling. but you Six seed from the Big East? Nah, not a darling. Okay. Florida Atlantic, you could say, is a darling. Okay. Maybe we'll discuss how do you get to be a darling in the tournament tomorrow. Well, Princeton plays tomorrow, so that's a that's a good topic. All See, right. It's almost like you've been doing this for a while. If anybody remembers this tomorrow, we'll start there, but I doubt that we will. We'll be Probably not. Could write it down. Right. You want me to write it down? <laughs> Could you, please? And what's the last thing you said? Uh, Princeton, how do you become a darling in the NCAA oh, tournament? Okay. Okay? All yep. Right. All right, Tim, you good? I'm good. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, see you guys.